Chapter twenty six of Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chad Horner from Ballyclare, Northern Ireland. Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright, maybe. Chapter twenty six. The restlessness of the age shows itself in nothing more disastrously than in the substitution of lodgings for homes lodgings have an important place in the economy of modern life they are often extremely comfortable they afford greatly needed rest and change they make privacy and family life possible in foreign countries they are admirable places of refuge in prolonged or exhausting travel but they are temporary and provisional they provide shelter for short periods in times of change in vacations but they are not and they cannot be solid foundations of repose growth the full and free life the child misses things of inestimable value if he is not born in a home and childhood loses immeasurably if the word home does not gain from its daily experience a wealth of sweetness trust association sense of security in youth when the year of wandering which is so rich in the flowering of the imagination and the opening of the spirit to the beauty and wonder of the world comes the home is a rich and potent background of pure memory of steadying impulses of anchorage of the affections when the work of life is at the flood the home is a refuge for the disheartening influences which sap the strength of the most aspiring a place of peace where the vision grows clear and courage returns and the armour is put on with new heart and neither for man nor for woman can any kind of success influence or power compensate for its loss sometimes the home must be sacrificed for some high duty but nothing in contemporary life is sadder than the surrender of the home for those lesser ends which appeal so strongly in youth to men and women and which as time goes on yield so little lasting reward or satisfaction to exchange a home for what is called a career is in most cases to invite at the end of the year's loneliness heart sickness and a deepening sense of having missed the best things in life for the home is not only the sacred enclosure in which the finest and deepest affections are nourished the tenderest sympathies developed the truest and most fruitful impulses confirmed and strengthened it is also the place of the most searching and liberating education no later teacher has such success to the spirit such approaches to the heart as those who enfold the young life in an atmosphere of which it is unconscious but which penetrates and gives colour to its most secret thoughts the vast majority of the fundamental ideas come to the child while he is still unaware of their significance and unable to give them expression as titian painting with the stir and movement of the vast energies of venice about him and under the spell of her superb vitality expressed in such splendour as no other city has ever been clothed with put his childhood a pieve d'accadore into his pictures in a long succession of mountain backgrounds so every man and woman of imagination constantly recalls the long long thoughts of youth and draws upon the inexhaustible capital of ideas dreams visions and divinations which were part of life in the quiet places and hours of home and in maturer life this silent education is more profound 
more spiritual more illuminating than that which is furnished by the church or the state the other great institutional schools of society we are so dominated by purely academic ideals that our conceptions of education are often as superficial as they are arrogant and positive and in our devotion to methods and instruments to mere acquisition to the trademarks of education we lose sight of its great realities the awakening of the spirit the quickening of the affections the liberating of the imagination the deliverance from the dominion of names and forms the birth into freedom and power goethe's mother did more for the training of his genius than the university of strasbourg ruskin drew more inspiration from the beauty and nobility of those early readings of the bible with his mother than from his studies at oxford the atmosphere of the quiet rectory at somersby left a deeper impress on the sensitive mind of tennyson than the years at cambridge there is no spectacle in life more pathetic than homeless old age at the end of the working years when the final period of ripening comes the clearing of the air after the dust of the highway is laid the opening of the windows of the soul to the tranquil sunset light the home becomes a temple as well as a refuge there is gathered up and kept with pious care the remembrance of the fragrance of the deeds which the world so soon forgets there is preserved the memory of the long integrity the gracious courtesy the old-time helpfulness there wait those delicate ministries those tender services that reverence which distills its perfumes in watchful and unforgetting care which are sweet and satisfying when fame has lost its magic applause its intoxication and the rush and tumult of work and strife have become a faint fair sound on the horizon and these deep and permanent influences which more than any others shape the character these sweet and spiritual consolations and rewards over which time has no dominion this rich and liberating education which colleges and universities only amplify and clarify these rarest and most sacred things are lightly put aside by hosts of men and women for the sake of convenience luxury the chance to spend more on pleasure freedom to go and come as they please there is nothing sadder in modern life than this exchange of homes for lodgings under the fatal delusion that the home confines and the lodging liberates that the home is commonplace and the lodging full of novelty and interest that the home is old-fashioned and out of date and the lodging a step forward in emancipation that the home means drudgery and the lodging leisure that the home involves anchorage in the harbour and the lodging the free course over the open sea to a few men and women come those imperative commands to give up home and kindred for some great service which must be accepted as the will of god but among all the children of folly none are more blind than those who voluntarily close the lodging instead of the home end of chapter twenty six recording by chad horner from ballyclare northern ireland